The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute. We are a Movies by Minute podcast, which means each episode covers one minute of screen time for the movie MASH. Some people didn't even know there was a movie, but... Given that we're this far in, you probably did, listener. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. Once and again, we, we did not coordinate this! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, why don't you guys go first this time? <laughs> Anyone? No? What? <laughs> I, I'm waiting for Chris to go, but if, oh, uh, he's not, oh. so... Uh, I'm Michael Ladriffo, husband of Megan Coleman. I'm Christopher Callahan, husband of Tierney Steele. Enjoy all the last names. I know our kids do. (laughs) That's the real one. Addressing Christmas cards isn't weird at all. No. (laughs) We're very cool and we use middle names as needed. (laughs) All right. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Minute 78 of MASH, which starts with Ho-Jong being caught out by the Korean army doctor. And it ends with Hawkeye and Trapper struggling back up onto the landing pad after their golfing is interrupted. And, uh, Mike, I believe you had an observation about our podcast format. Uh, complaints can be forwarded to Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson of Star Wars Minute. (laughs) Well, I just, I appreciate the fact that we're getting multiple minutes to talk on because compared to the last minute, this one, a lot of of stuff's happening. Two things happened. I do think uh, Hawkeye kind of just... Let things. He didn't really try too hard when he got the news there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, darn. Well, he well. threw his hat. <laughs> and there was something else thrown as well. I, I, I've been trying to figure out what the other actress was throwing, but I could not actually spy it. Yeah, because Storch throws something after him, too. I just, she's holding, it looks like an, all right, here's my theory. Okay. It's an apple. Does it look like maybe she is, Yeah. she's like cutting pieces of apple? And eating them? Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. That doesn't make sense for Korea, but it makes sense for this that she was cutting. Well, it would explain why she looks like. What is she holding in her? You know, she transfers to her hand when she throws it, too. I can't figure that out. Is that a knife? Yeah, that's my theory. That's like the knife that she was cutting. That old school knife apple deal. (laughs) It looks like a combination knife and peeler. Which would be very useful. Oh, yeah. That's assuming we're right. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, yeah. Sure. But yes, completely off. So it's all it's all working together. I felt a lot better getting more looks at the gourd and be like, okay, yes, that is definitely some sort of vegetable thing. <laughs> now, do you get it? Was it like a store that had multiple gourds of that size, or was it just that one? <laughs> I just did I he know. win this gourd? <laughs> yeah, like, what? None of this makes. Any sense. sense. Honestly, Boone holding a live goose oh, yeah. is the easiest thing to parse here. <laughs> so 
Okay, I'll take it. But I'm really <laughs> glad that we did this because I have kind of wondered for years, oh, did the doctor know? And it's like, oh yeah, no, turn on subtitles, Tierney. He says, it was a nice try. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice yeah. try. Clearly he's seen this before. <laughs> yeah. Getting the full dialogue between the previous minute and this minute, it's, it's interesting how it unfolds, where he's like kind of not playing his hand at the beginning, being like, yeah, it could have been something randomly. And then by the end, it's like, oh, yeah, he knew. <laughs> you guys tried to do this. It's not going to work. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, they don't make you guys go for physicals anymore, yeah. do they? <laughs> We were trying to figure out in the first like minute of the scene where they drop Hojon off, and we were like, oh yeah, boys have to register with the selective service, and then Megan and I sat here like, we don't know what that entails. Can you write your name on a card? Can you apply a stamp? Congratulations. We did it. <laughs> it's probably online yeah. now too, right? It's like oh, fill out God. this online form. It's like now. Yeah. You would yeah. hope you would, uh, you know, government be it government. Is the government. But... No, that's yeah. true. No, that's true. <laughs> no, sometimes yes. I kind of enjoyed having to get official documents from City Hall here in Boston, where like you go to different oh, yeah. windows and like you pay one person and they give you a ticket, and then you go to another window and give them the ticket, and they give you like yeah. it was such an unnecessary process. But as long <laughs> as you didn't have like to be somewhere right afterwards, it was kind of fun okay. running around the public records floor to all these little windows that are like cement slabs yeah. that go up two stories tall because it's the Boston City Hall. Yeah, I was going to say, is the inside just as crazy as the outside? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those weird, like, look, it's like we're outside. It's like we're at a palazzo in Europe, except everything is brown shiny. Yeah. <laughs> or concrete. Very Fabulous. communist palazzo. Communist Palazzo, that's going to be the next podcast we all do. Think about what that means next time. Oh, dear. That would also make a great dad name. Hey. Very punk rock. They can play at Republic up in <laughs> Somerville or Cambridge, whichever town it's yeah, in. Right. Oh, man. Like oh, it. man. <laughs> oh, man. And then the scene changes because there are no consequences or follow through yeah. in any of this movie. Like, What's the deal with that? Yeah. Oh, no. Not being one to see this movie, I'm assuming there's a continuation of that plot later on, but who knows? Hey, no way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is too good. Megan, do you want to break it to him? Should you go, like, get a pillow ready to catch him as he faints to the floor in shock that... Sure, sure, I'm going to go get a pillow. Hold on. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> so... Originally, there was a continuation of the storyline because Ho-John was shot, (gasps) taken to the MASH 4077th, operated on by Hawkeye and Trapper, and died. The consequences of war. But cut for pacing over time. Yep. Robert Altman didn't like it. They have a scene where Hojan is on the table and they added some voiceover of someone being like, hey, that's a prisoner of war to explain why it's not like a white An American. American. (laughs) Chris just closed his eyes like he needed a moment. (laughs) So you do see Hojan dead, but you're not supposed to realize it's Hojan being dead (laughs) or just about dead. 
Wait a minute. But, just... And it's previous to this storyline, too, in classic Robert Altman. Let me just chop yeah. up my film. However, I need it to be chopped up and... Yeah. You know, we'll just well, add some loudspeaker and it'll be fine. Game. It'll all be fine, right? We the might have been looking at Korean soldiers more after this scene. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So yes, there is no follow-up to this whatsoever <laughs> in no. the final version of the film. Oh, oh man. Those are always interesting moments, like... What is the full story behind it? Was it something that got cut like this, or did like the writer's mind wander off and they just forget to close the loop? <laughs> it's like, hey, I don't want to think about war. Let's go to golfing. Yeah. Hmm. Let's yeah. think about that in 2019. Look, these guys are better. <laughs> I also, I feel like driving range is not full-on golf you can you know have a couple cold ones and just whack some balls into the rough and no big consequence they're still on site they can get white to work if they need to so yeah that's true yes i just love hawkeye's giant umbrella and that apparently they didn't hear a helicopter coming to land where they were (laughs) they seem completely surprised all i could like it too is that they just hear it all the time like when we used to go to simmons and you would hear the ambulances all the time but after a while you didn't really hear the ambulances all the time because we're right by all the hospitals or a bunch of hospitals because i remember being on the phone with someone and they're like what's that racket i'm like what are you talking about and they're like why are there sirens and i'm like oh yeah i live across from the er of beth israel It'll do that. <laughs> It'll do that. Yeah, sorry, I've tuned it out. I don't even hear it anymore. Oh, what? It could have been that, or he could have also been trying to deliberately ignore it. Like, maybe if I ignore this helicopter, it won't land. Right here. <laughs> right on mind. top of me. <laughs> I do like the dual purpose of getting the helicopter, the shot out of the helicopter, mm. and then a helicopter landing. Look at Bobby, you know, yeah. using all the tool- tricks of the trade, making his movie. Yeah. Because it is kind of cool how it like sort of circles around them and you're coming in down and getting closer. Yep. And, yeah. And we're hearing an announcement. <laughs> A very interesting announcement. <laughs> this announcement clearly brought to you by anti-Vietnam War sentiment. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize this was that. That must be the DuPont that we all know. It's, I never yeah. mean, I've never heard that full name like that before. DuPont de Moors. Yeah. And company. And the Remington Arts Company, Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. So so those guys, I wonder what the EI stands for, but yeah, that's I a know. question. The Imperial Chemical Industries Limited of Great Britain have conspired and colluded over golf. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am very mad at myself because I work at a law firm. And did I think to look up this? To see if it was a real suit? No. Folks, I did not shepherdize this. (laughs) (laughs) I did look up. So E.I. DuPont de Nemours and Company was an American conglomerate that was founded in July 1802 in Wilmington, Delaware. Of course. Hey, Delaware. (laughs) As a gunpowder mill by French-American chemist and industrialist Eleuther. Irene DuPont. And this is before they merged with Dow Chemical. About Your French Canadian grandmother is very proud of you right now. Hey. <laughs> or great grandma. His grandmother, yeah. Grandmother. Grew up in Berlin, New Hampshire. 
Well, speaking French up there. Sometimes they thought they were in Canada. Say. Sometimes they were legally in Canada. Sometimes they were Americans. Yeah, Yeah, so they've conspired to divide munitions and chemical mar and we don't we don't get the rest of it. It's an antitrust That makes sense. Sort of thingamajig. But I don't believe in a movie clearly designed to be anti war, these names were picked by coincidence yeah it kind of slips that in there it's like oh hey like we're supposed to be thinking about napalm right oh yeah probably agent orange right (laughs) with the different chemical companies but also the remington arms company right yeah when did i think of all the fun things to google when did napalm become like a thing a thing that you know Middle school girls know. Because <laughs> I know it existed in the first war. Ooh, came out of Harvard University. Or not the, oh, in the, fabulous. In <laughs> the war, in World War II. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, good job, Harvard. <laughs> I did it again. Go Yale! <laughs> Go. Like how Google goes, why was napalm used in the Vietnam War? <laughs> no, Google, we don't have time. <laughs> Google, we don't have time. <laughs> As it came about, shortage of natural rubber prompted chemists at U.S. companies such as DuPont and Standard Oil and researchers at Harvard make artificial rubber, led to one thing or another, and <sighs> made synthetic napalm, 1942. You know, some people invent post-its by accident. Hey. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> or or microwaves, you know, but like... That's also, like, that. that's good. That's good. Microwaves are very helpful. Penicillin. Uh, Access penicillin. to discovery. Yes, yeah. we like penicillin. All good. <laughs> Name pa, maybe not so much. I feel kind of bad for the uh, VFW of Sedalia, Sedalia, Missouri. We're ruining their big moment. They paid for, or they oh, got yeah. the the radio for these guys. Do you think that was like some kind of serial box top writing contest? Enter now for a chance to be mentioned in an upcoming movie. <laughs> <laughs> you see? That would be amazing. It's a, I mean, it is a real place. <laughs> so maybe they figured they could use a little boost. Now, according to our friends at the Wikipedia offices, in the late 19th century, Sedalia was well known as a center of vice, especially prostitution, Whoa. which accompanied this large floating class of railroad workers. In 1877, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch called Sedalia the Sodom and Gomorrah of the 19th century. Oh. Hey, now. <laughs> Do you think that's Yikes. why they knew the name? <laughs> you know? To put in their announcement. Did they actually have, I wonder if they actually had a VFW. I mean, they probably did. They probably yeah. did. I just kind of assume every town in America. Yeah, what's did the population we of up? our town, and we have a VFW? So. Oh, I'd like to tell you that actually, it's a different post number according to Google. Oh. So they're saying sixty-three in here. Uh, Google's yep. saying it's two five nine one. It gets a four point one star review. Uh oh. <laughs> hey. That's nice. It does look like during World War II, they had they built the Sedalia Glider Base in Johnson County to the west. 
And then okay. uh, they convert to a bomber base. I was going to say, I see the word strategic air command. Yeah, took over the facility. Ooh. Your wife's a nerd. Hey. Anyway. <laughs> Sedalia. So those are the major announcements. <laughs> and then I do like that the helicopter basically drowns everything out. But you can just hear that they do yell for, like, he's observing the appropriate protocol as Trapper tees off. Hey. Yeah. I think it's clear to all our listeners that we know nothing about golf, so... Mike, do you know anything about golf? Well, I could pose this question. Uh, have any of you been to a driving range? Ooh. I mean, I've been by a driving range when we go to mini golf, but I don't actually partake. That was the thing. My, I've been to a miniature <laughs> golf place that had a driving range, but I don't think I ever hit any balls there. I've been I know a, couple a driving times. range exists. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mike, you're, you have all the, you're the expert now. Go. <laughs> well, they're, they're fairly fun. I mean, you just get a giant bucket of golf balls to hit as many as you want. See how far you can go. <laughs> but I think the location is the key. The most fun I've ever had uh, hitting golf balls, just, you know, just driving them, was uh, one night at the uh, the newspaper we were very bored, and I happened to have <laughs> golf clubs in my trunk. So uh, we dragged them up to the roof of the newspaper, and we're hitting golf balls into the nearby field. Hey. <laughs> so you lived mash is what you're trying to tell yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of downtime at you know the new in the newspaper world. You know, not quite as uh, hustling and bustling as uh, people might imagine it to be. No, no, Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford made it look very exciting. <laughs> yes, but they were also in a city. Oh. <laughs> in, in they DC. also worked for Ben Bradley. <laughs> and it's also, different. <laughs> I'm sure that that took place in something that wasn't the post-2000s. Yeah. yeah. That was the 70s. Unfortunately. <laughs> little something called the internet kind of uh, put a little bit, a bit damper on the print industry. Not sure if you're aware, but... <laughs> We're librarians. How many times, how many centuries has it been since people were claiming our job would exist in 20 years? Yeah, That's and then they asked me for tech help, and I'm just like, hey, you just proved my point while I'm well, still well, here. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. That's when you need a chair that spins around slowly so you can <laughs> clap. Right? It's like, well, well, well. Actually, Actually, we have back a back in the library. <laughs> Actually, we have a at the reference desk of my library. We have a because the reference desk is so high. We have like those like lab chairs, and actually, you can twirl in it. Oh, <laughs> so you kind kind of be like, "Well, let me take you to a computer then, and I'll show you." <laughs> Just kind of like turn, like get off, and you're like, "Let's do this." Person who complains, I make too much money and doesn't want to pay for a library, but clearly came here to get tech help. Oh. I'm surprised you haven't had any of the patrons be like, hmm, well played, and just turn and walk out. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> this Not is also yet. a dream. If anyone listens to our podcast and would like to help me with this, I very, very much would enjoy a circular desk like Ron Swanson gets at some point in Parks and Rec. <laughs> as a li as someone who worked in a library on the circulation desk, it truly was my friend Kelly's and I's dream because he just keeps spinning away from the person and she's like chasing around. He's like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> now, so you're being very modest 
And you're probably going to regret that you came on your wife's podcast because your wife knows that you went to golf camp as a child. Oh, yes, that's true. So is this like overnight camp or like day camp? Oh, like he went to overnight camp. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just asking. I don't know. Jeez, who's sorry? I thought you knew the story of uh, the one night of overnight camp and the fact that the next year Chris wrote a story called The Worst Night of My Life. Oh, yo, I wasn't allowed to do overnight camp because I would always end up calling my parents at like Girl Scout like one night overnight at like the campsite being like, come pick me up. So my parents were never like, yeah, nope, she's not. Nope. (laughs) Not a big fan of that overnight. I just remember we got to whatever, we were somewhere in New Hampshire. We got to the campsite, like pulled off the road, parked the car. I could see a hotel across the street. (laughs) I was like, we just, just go there. But no, go into the woods. I feel your pain, Chris. I feel your pain. But yes, I went to Foster's Golf Camp after seventh grade. You know, it was fine. It was a long long days. Did you want to go to golf camp or? Well, I forget exactly how this came about, but (laughs) I was sent to golf. Well, it was just a day day camp. um, Was it one of those things where you like at one point expressed a tiny bit of interest in golf and suddenly your parents were like, ooh, Chris is going to be a golfer. Sign him up for golf camp. (laughs) That's a good question. I have to to think back to this now. It's it's been a while since I've thought about old Foster's golf camp, but... (laughs) See how I got into that. It was, uh, you know, although the key, the key thing was the very last day we got to go to Fun Spot in the Lakes region of New Hampshire. There's lots of arcade games. If you've heard about this place, is that is that the That's place where, where I like beat the old... mini golf listeners? <laughs> is, is that what, did it, are they the one that have like all the old school like arcade games? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love Fun Spot, and I love it even more now that I know it's associated with your time at golf camp because <laughs> I beat you. At golf, well, I mean, it was mini golf indoors, but still, I won no. <laughs> by one stroke. <laughs> it was close. It's very exciting. <laughs> I won a token for a free game of mini golf. Nice. Still, see if that expires. You should check that if we have it somewhere. I don't think certificates expire in New Hampshire. I thought we had a law against that. <laughs> Sounds like something they do. I know. Actually, like, yeah, it's like I the, believe we have that. the most random laws yeah. in New Hampshire. It's like, live for your D, except when we want tax income. So, you know. Yeah, so. I mean, there is a law, but there is a statute of limitations. Like, if the business closes or reopens well, under right. a new owner. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But that's surprisingly frequent for New Hampshire to do, so... They just come back in, they have a mustache taped over their lip, like, like, we are a new company now. Oh, okay, so if it's under $100, it doesn't expire. But if it's over $100, then you have five years. Oh, okay, I think we're good either way. Because then they're considered, (laughs) then it's considered abandoned property. Quick, Megan, where's my uh, Thanks, Borders gift card? Oh! Yes, dude. (laughs) You screwed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was telling a story the other day. Someone was like, and how long ago was this? I'm like, well, it was in a border. So oh. that kind what, of thing. <laughs> it's all good. I mostly just want to go golfing because I like the umbrellas. I've always enjoyed a good golf umbrella. I mean, they are very useful. They're big. Especially if you have a younger sister who's much smaller than you and very light for her age. And you also have a pantry off the back of the house Uh with a roof that you can reach. 
And then you give her a golf umbrella. And say, hey, and this she will be jumps, And she kind of like <laughs> flies across the backyard a little bit. It's not falling. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed that up. It's not <laughs> flying, it's falling with style. <laughs> well, now I don't want to edit it to make it sound right, because that was amazing. Damn it. That was fun. Then I wasn't allowed to babysit anymore. <laughs> Oops. But yeah, this is a great one. And I love the look on Hawkeye's face. Like, he is so betrayed by this as they are trying to... Do they fall off the hill? Um, They're on the side. They, like, took cover a little bit. But is he more betrayed about the helicopter landing or who is emerging from the helicopter? We don't really see who's emerging. Yeah, you don't... I mean, you see him, but you don't really get a good facial recognition on him. I mean, it's clearly... It's not someone who's injured. It's not... You know what? Hawkeye looks up at the... He glances a couple times. Yeah. They're aware that this helicopter is coming. Yeah, they just seem to just be like, well, I can get one more shot in, right? <laughs> <laughs> just Come on, yeah, more. exactly. Like, oh, he'll just kind of park further away, right? No, <laughs> never mind. Okay, well, crap. Right here. <laughs> oh, my hat. Yeah. <laughs> my hat. Yeah, Hawkeye... This is a tough minute for Hawkeye's hat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his umbrella too, a little bit. Like, it just sort of starts to look like it's going to collapse on itself. He's running around in his boxers, right? At least they're not paisley. It's true. We've had that in previous minutes. Elliot Gould, I'm looking at you. What? No, these aren't boxers. Those are definitely cargo shorts. Yeah, I was about to say, since when do your boxer (laughs) shorts have giant side pockets on them? And a belt. Yeah, so hopefully... (laughs) I mean, I know the 70s was the time taste forgot, but... Not that badly. Hopefully not that badly, right? No. Those don't look like army boots. Those aren't regulation boots. No, I guess they are. They just look weird because... So he doesn't Um, have them laced up. Oh, right. And so when you see them from the side, they look... Well, because they're like flopping around. So it's like, that doesn't look right. But you can clearly tell in the other shots that they are. You know, that's very much the style. The way he's got them on and, like, the front part and the back are kind of separated. You put a little piece of elastic between those two and sell them to 20-year-old girls, you'd make a killing. (laughs) Yeah, you probably would. You probably would. Those are definitely cargo shorts because in a future minute he's going to put his hand in his pocket of them and I'm going to get real excited because I thought I was the only one who does that. Can I commend that red shirt that he's wearing, though? Trapper. Trapper slash Elliot Gould. Yeah. It is. You know, here I am looking at Donald Sutherland's clothes, and what is wrong with me? You're right. Elliot Gould is much more styling. He is much more put together. His boots are polished, or shoes are polished. Well, you know, he's the head surgeon, right? He's got to look kind of snappy, I guess. It's the difference between regular pants and cargo shorts. Yeah, really. It's all good, though. And yes, someone hops out of this helicopter carrying a manila envelope and takes off running! Takes off running! Do I smell a potential plot point? <gasps> da, 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 yes. Yeah. Almost like we're moving on to the next story in this movie! Yes! My favorite storyline! Woo! Aww. Disregarding the crappy parts of it. Yay! Because <laughs> <laughs> mash! Good reasoning. Hey. Can she use it's that true. reasoning for most anything? Oh, this is my favorite part if you just throw out the bad parts. Well, yeah. At least yeah. in this part, that's not the whole thing. Yes. It's not like if you said the painless pole storyline was your favorite part minus the bad parts, and you're like, so 
just not the the whole story would just nothing. So, so nothing. So the look on Donald Sutherland's face occasionally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, are you just like the aesthetic of the Last Supper scene? Like, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean that's very well done. Very yeah. well done, but the rest, the whole storyline as to why they got <laughs> there is very problematic, there. right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's a lot to get there. <laughs> it's a lot to get there. <laughs> the There's some overreaching. The means. Yes, exactly. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> we are not endorsing that, <laughs> listeners. Wait, I no, want to no. make clear. <laughs> I would see this. Let me take a quick look. Oh my God! Wait, I retract everything. <laughs> it's why. It's why some of these movies we love that did age well is like my trope now, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 70s is canceled. <laughs> 70s is woo. Yeah, except that people were trying to cancel the 70s during the 70s. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Get out ahead of this. Like, let's just get to the 80s. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Sure, things will be fine there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We enjoyed Jimmy Carter, and that's it. <laughs> and actually, they didn't. That was the problem. <laughs> that was the problem. They didn't appreciate him. We do. We do. He's probably made a better ex-president than ever president to be honest is someone who really likes him but you know what that's okay. he's basically the one who kind of invented the post-presidency movement i mean before prior to him you didn't really have presidents do much except you know enjoy not being president well and to be fair usually <laughs> they didn't live too many years longer either so i mean eisenhower didn't live too much longer and Johnson Truman. died pretty soon. Johnson yeah. died pretty soon, and like, Nixon we didn't some. want to think about anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, like, yeah. Okay, well, just think of it this way: compare Carter to um, you know W. Bush building houses versus paintings. So, you know, there you go. And hanging with Ellen. Don't. Do <laughs> oh God, I hate everything. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. we just lost listeners. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> You let the husbands on for one episode. <laughs> it's all over. And look what happens to the viewership. There's Peace. There's Sedalia, Missouri. Oh, Sorry. my goodness. Oh. So I was curious. I know you guys don't have much time with them, but I wanted to do a little favorite character poll. And if you felt differently about that watching this, because, like, we all know... Megan loves Trapper John, but she feels very differently about Elliot Gould and Wayne Rogers mm. <laughs> going yes. between the movie and the TV show. Y- and yes. obviously the Donald Sutherland Hawkeye is very different from the Alan Alda Hawkeye. Mm. So I was just wondering if you guys, in your limited but existing <laughs> MASH fandom, had any reaction to seeing different people playing your faves. It's it's hard not to think about Alda in the scene in the Jeep, you know, not fighting a little bit harder for Hojan, I think. He would have kind of jumped out, maybe thrown things around a bit, maybe tried to bribe the doctor. <laughs> you know, I think he might have done a little bit more there. Yeah, I kind of agree. Alan Alda is that role. So, you know, I, I gotta say, you know, probably I like Trapper better in this movie. Suck up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, just to throw out too, note, Tom Skerritt, did they try to bring his character to the TV show early on, or is that, they didn't even attempt that? Nope. Nope. No. Okay. Because I know that early on they tried to do some stuff. But... Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like all, they went, uh, he's mostly womanizer. Just, yep, yeah, we can take care of that. And... Mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> we got that covered. We got that covered. Else. You know, it's all good. Oh, we don't need Skerritt. to pay for an extra actor because we're cheap, <laughs> you know. Hey. 
Yeah. Well, and it made sense when they had, it was four people to attend, and it was Burns, Trapper, Hawkeye, and Spearchucker. And that made sense, except that then they wrote out Spearchuckers. Well, actually, no, they didn't write out his character is the problem. He pulls a, is it Richie Cunning? No. Oh, they kind of just the drop older him. brother. They yeah, just, yeah, yeah, they just kind of drop him. Because then they say there were no doctors. Uh, they come up with a reason, but still, like, has yeah. to They said there were no black doctors in Korea, and that actually turns out to be false. So, no, I mean, they weren't, yeah. like, super plentiful either, but they, they did yeah. exist, so. Yeah, not a tough one to just. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I would so even give it, if you, but just, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so there were, that was a perfect opportunity to bring in a fourth doctor for the swamp, but. Yeah. <sighs> they did not. They did not. That's okay. Because what okay. we got was pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah. It all worked out in the end. But still. Kind of love it. Kind of wonderful. I was talking to someone and I realized I can't say, I have to like think about it, Toledo in a normal voice because I always go, ah, Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo. Someday I'm going to go to Toledo. It's going to be real embarrassing for everyone around me. <laughs> and I can't wait. You got to go to Tony Paco's? Yup. You gotta, go to, you gotta go to Mudhead's game. You gotta go to a Mudhead's game. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that will be hopefully next summer. I don't know exactly when the Mudhead's game is gonna happen. That depends on their schedule that's and my and Rachel's work schedules. If anyone asks you if you're there for business, you can say, no, it's just far fun. That's uh, the name of Jamie Farr's autobiography. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we own. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, I'm going to do, I, I'm doing a podcast about a league of their own. So I've managed to combine the loves of my life. <laughs> I'm going to go to a Mudheads game. Nice. My co-host is from Ohio. So it felt like, oh, this will be great. I can go, I can meet her, we can hang out at a baseball game. We're talking about baseball. That makes sense. But also, I will finally get to see a Mudheads game. Yay! So that'll be nice. If you go to onesteelsister.com, my website, there will be links to it once there's actually, you know. Episodes. A show. Yeah. <laughs> once it exists, it'll be there. <laughs> I mean, it exists. It's just a development, right? Pre-production. Yeah. Right? Pre-production. Pre-production. Hey. IMDb would say pre-production. Yay. Yay. And those can, that can last as long as it needs to. Exactly. <laughs> And Megan, if people want more of you, how should they find you? I'm on the Twitter and the gram. <laughs> Twitter, and the gram. <laughs> Twitter and the gram as Meg Charms. That's M-E-G-G-Z-C-H-A-R-M. It's a fun mix of podcasting and libraries and fashion and my kiddo. <laughs> Worst parent ever dot blog. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we joke. It's what Mike and I joke when our daughter's being like, "I hate you. You won't let me play and climb on furniture." And we're like, "Yeah, you just bumped your head." And she's like, "You could tell if she had a blog, it'd be like these people." I'm gonna blog, I'm gonna about, blog this. about this. <laughs> Worst parents ever. Dot blog. Can you believe these people? These humans. <sighs> she's gonna have a YouTube channel like right away. She's like talking to the camera like. Today when I went to Target with my mom and her, she saw this dress and she was all like, ooh, and I was like, you are so my kid. I love it. You're going to go shopping with me. But she also thinks everything she touches, she should automatically get as well. And she doesn't get that part yet. My kid laughed so hard he almost stopped breathing. And I said, oh, you are so my kid. So the genes are strong in our families. 
I should say, made himself laugh. Just started oh, laughing, yeah. and then we both were laughing, <laughs> and he found our laughing so hilarious that he laughed even harder. And then I was like, you need to breathe. He's like, Izzy <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. did that today, but was crying and screaming because I put her in the car seat. Oh. We have very different children. <laughs> she was like, and my mom's like, wait for it. I go, yeah, wait for it. My dad's like, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> we're like, yeah, that's that's what we meant. You needed to move your head out of the way. No, you, but you didn't. So we tried to tell you, but sorry, Papa. Now you have tinnitus. <laughs> no, exactly right. That can be our plug for this episode. The show Archer is a delight. <gasps> I love Archer. <laughs> I assume Mike likes it, because I was about to say we have all four of us very much enjoyed the show Archer. And then I was like, oh, I should double check with Mike before I like speak for him. I don't know. It's it's one of those shows that you binge and then you like take a break from. And then it's like, oh, there's more Archer. Let's binge yes. it all. Coming back for more. <laughs> I have a friend who was sadly invited to do storyboard and other artwork on that show, but did not take it because he did not think that it would be going places. Yeah. Mike, you'd be great on that. You know how to bring the bummer, just like Mash. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The highs and the lows. The, the highs and the lows. <laughs> he kind of, but he did. <laughs> On that uplifting note, no, no scary. <laughs> thank you guys so so much for doing hey, this. Thank you. Yes, thanks for having. A little peek behind the curtain, in case our listeners couldn't tell. These guys really stepped up for us and helped us out. Yes. And also, I'm very sad to learn that Megan's father cannot be bribed with beer to be on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I even offered, like, the beer of his choice and said it could be as expensive as he wanted it to be. But, yeah. Dad's not so much into the podcasting, it turns out. It turns out, no. Mike and Chris were very kind to step in on (laughs) short notice. Yes. Like, yes. a couple days. Stop eating dinner and get in the, the other room and turn on your computer. Short Wait, what's happening? <laughs> what am I doing? The children are in bed. Go, go! <laughs> yes. Go yelling down. at this microphone. Ah, turn it on. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being on. This was yes. a lot of fun. Like, my stomach hurts from laughing. Thanks again. I'll do this again sometime. In our communist palazzo <laughs> Alright, I'll see you guys around the palazzo. Uh-huh. Comr- I'll see you comrades oh, around the palazzo. I was going to say comrades. Nah. Sorry, sorry. I messed it up. Uh...